Japan 2.0. Japan 2.0. These are your favorite two podcasters about Japan. I'm David. I'm Matt. We come to you today from Umeda area,、um, mean streets of Osaka. You'll probably hear those mean streets. We're sitting outside of a convenience store, Family Mart,、uh, which is、right. kind of rare because a lot of、uh, convenience stores don't have seating. They don't. I, I find in the bigger cities they have it more, which to me is kind of ironic. Like in Kobe,、uh, we don't. I can think of two convenience stores I've ever seen in Kobe that have indoor seating. And whenever I come to Osaka, I, I see it more. And in Tokyo, I see it a lot more too. But it's small. I mean, you, there's like two or three seats usually. This is a great location because, I mean,、mm. you get the sounds of all the cars and, <laughs> and the, the foot traffic and then bikes.、Um, yeah, so I, when, while you're listening to this podcast, you're going to get、uh, yeah, my, my surround pe- sound. Yeah. My Pizza Man rapper. <laughs> But、uh, no, this is a really nice spot. Like, it would be a perfect place to come in the summer and, and sit down and have some,、uh, have some beers and、uh, watch the people. People watch. That's a great place to people watch right now. It's actually pretty busy. Today's a nice day in the winter here. It's、um, January as we're recording this. And we had a very mild winter in Japan. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. But recently we've been hit the hardest. A little bit of snow, even. Yeah, yeah. Osaka got hit too. Yeah, yeah. It's the sprinkling. There's, you know, we don't get like a light dusting of snow or anything. It's just flakes that、mm. evaporate probably before they hit the ground. But that being said, today, as the title probably drew you in, you can tell we're going to be talking about game centers or arcades in the West.、Um, kind of a big thing about Japan, you know, when people think of Japan, I think it's one of the first things I think of. There's a lot of different feelings on them.、Um, yeah, so generally we're just kind of talking about why we're going to cover arcades. I think there's a misinterpretation about arcades. I don't know if you'll agree in Japan.、Um, well, I think, first of all, the name's confusing.、Yeah. Because when you tell somebody you want to go to an arcade, they have no idea what you're talking about. It's not a video game arcade, it's a shopping arcade. Yeah. So, if you told like, a, your Japanese friend, like, I want to go to an arcade, they'd probably take you to shopping,、um, covered shopping street. Covered, yeah. And those are called Shoten Gai in Japanese. But yeah, the translation of that is ar- arcade, right? Yeah, and Shoten Gai might have a, a game center in it.、Mm. <laughs> so, you, you might get what you want after all. But,、um, uh, but yeah, it's, the name can cause. Slight confusion, confusion. Yeah, especially if you're from the, the United States. My first six months here, I used to always search on Google Maps for arcades and I never got anything. And then I realized, yeah, I have to type in Game Center. I would say I was pretty ignorant to that, honestly, like as much as I like Japanese culture before moving out here. The only thing I'd heard of was the TV show Game Center CX. And I thought, that's, that's weird. Why are they calling it that? You know, I mean, I, was like,、yeah. I guess that's one way you could call you could say arcade, but that, that's pretty rare, you know? Yeah, I mean, who, I wouldn't have guessed, and I, I heard of Game Center CX before I came to Japan, but,、um, but a lot of times Japanese businesses name things or Japanese TV shows name things just because it sounds good together. You know, it doesn't、wow. necessarily have to.、Uh, Subjective, isn't it? Right, 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 <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. But、um, 
But yeah, it could have just been Game Center because they're together playing video games. But no, that's the name for arcade. Yeah, yeah. So that's a kind of long explanation. But like we said, it's definitely a, a thing, you know. Um, and we're just giving kind of a general overview in this first segment. For me, it was one of my most anticipated things. I envisioned myself going to the arcade at least once a week living in Japan. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I me thought, too. I thought they'd be kind of in every corner. Even today, I mean, we all know arcades had their heyday in the 80s, right? I think in Japan and, and in the States. And I thought, but you'd always heard, and I'd always heard that in Japan, arcades are still thriving and a big deal, and they never really died off. And they're still making new cabinets and stuff yeah. where the pretty much the American arcade make cabinet companies are dead. Du- dead. I mean, it's just like hobbyists that are doing uh, pinball machines and mm. stuff like that. For me, I think overall, I, I felt misled by that. I guess it got my hopes up too high. Um, that being said, yeah, they're definitely a bigger deal than they are in the West still today. They're you know, a facet of ki- like young kids' lives, teenager life, businessmen's life still. It's not somewhere you go just to be nostalgic necessarily. And they're not going anywhere. At least, I not think, now. Yeah, I think if you, it's relative, if you compare it to the heyday, I, I would have to imagine that they've, they've disappeared a lot. But not compared to the West, right? Right. I um, mean, yeah, of course. I'm sure they're a lot less than there were in the 90s. Mm. And then there's... But, you know, consoles have really... Consoles really destroyed the arcades because you could get console arcade experience... At home. And portables have destroyed consoles. Yeah, portables have <laughs> no. destroyed, especially in Japan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I Did think you feel that, disappointed I, a little bit? Well, too? no, not really, because yeah. I think my first, I mean, the first time I came to Japan, I went to Akihabara. Mm. It was like the first, one of the first places right. I went to. No, on my vacations, and, I didn't feel disappointed. In my daily life, I think I felt like I'd just find them in my little neighborhoods and like these retro uh, video game things. I thought, like, living here, I would find really cool, obscure kind of, you know, game centers more. Yeah. Than the kind of just the big Sega. Yeah, on a vacation, I think you will be, wow, your first impression, you'll think, oh, yeah, cool, they're, they're kind of everywhere. Well, yeah. But they I don't think, go beyond that. Like, they aren't... I think that's, like, yeah, I think that's your expectation, I think. It has to go into your personal expectations, yeah. because my personal expectations were, um, I saw the... You know, in video game magazines from Tokyo, they used to show pictures of Taito, the Taito Arcade in, in Akihabara. It's kind of a famous famous landmark. And um, it's in tons of pictures. It has a Space Invader alien right above it. It's a big red sign. You can't miss it. And uh, when I went to Akihabara, it's, of course, one of the first places I went to. And that's a great arcade. Yeah. You know, it really has, like, a lot of, like, the modern... It has all the modern stuff you could want to play and then it also has all arcade cabinets for the old school stuff like final uh what was i saying final fight yeah. and um uh Cadillac, cadillacs and dinosaurs and all the these like konami beat-em-ups and yeah. and capcom beat-em-ups and uh, street fighter and all the versions of street fighter or a lot of the versions the more popular versions of street fighter mm-hmm. tekken everywhere and, um i mean i when I went there, that's kind of what I was expecting. You know, I wasn't expecting like all retro games or something like that. And um, so I wasn't disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, I'm coming from a nostalgia point of view, and the arcade scene rise in the U.S. right before I finally came out here, right? Uh-huh. And those, for me personally, the the games that are at those arcades are like the dream 
if I could choose an arcade, it's pretty much what they have there. It's yeah, like in Portland and Washington, they have some awesome places. Yeah, yeah, Texas and Michigan, too. So it's like what I grew up playing, so I guess I expected, yeah, a Japanese kind of twist on something like that. I, I could find kind of like, because those places are all locally owned, right? They're not big franchises. So I thought, yeah, I'd find some kind of mom and pop kind of arcade a little bit more often. Where instead here, I think arcades are still used, again, like I was saying before, by like youth culture. And what a lot of the youth culture goes there for isn't playing, like, real games. It's doing the UFO machines, right? Yeah, or yeah. Or maybe uh, doing Pretty Kura, the print club photos. That's what you see on the first floor, which, you know, gets the most foot traffic. Right. And I guess for me, I kind of figured it'd be, like, a place for, like, hardcore gamers to go. But And they, they have that. They still usually, if you go to a good arcade in a big area, like Hockey Harbor or Dinton Town, well, yeah, the Taito arcades, the Segas. But it's usually limited to, like, one floor or, or a smaller section of the place, you know? Yeah. I don't think, though. I, I think I think that there's two two arcades still. And I think you can find the arcade that you're talking about, this one that has retro games and old-school kind of um, arcade cabinets, like the sit-down arcade cabinets, tiny, tiny ones. Take, take me there today. Well, there's one right here. Yeah. If you go to the Umeda building, there's the a one uh, Street Fighter. Uh, well, there's that. Okay, there's that. Um, so, um, I don't know what the. Do you know what the name of that one is? The one that has Street Fighter. I don't know the name, but Umeda is a really good area for arcades, and there is a shopping arcade, a Shoten guy that has game centers in it. And there's two back to back, and they're really cheap too, right? They're like fifty cents per cabinet. In Osaka, most arcades yeah, yeah. are cheaper than Tokyo, almost half the price. Some will be 50 cents, some are 100 yen. Well, most of them are 100 yen, the ones that I go to. In Tokyo, for a lot of the bigger games, like the music games and stuff, they're 200 yen. So in Osaka, it is cheaper. Uh, but, well, yeah, I don't the, know the name of that one. Okay, so there's there's big arcades, which are basically like Taito, um, Sega, Round 1 has arcades, yeah, you know, as well. We should talk about that, um, yeah. And... Uh, those places have the modern games and they have UFO catchers mm-hmm. and a lot of times they do um, gambling machines like yeah, uh, horse races and um, slot machines. The coin and, ones are all called medals here. Yeah, medals, yeah. the metal machines. And then, um, and then there's a section for kids that have all the AR games where you have you buy a, car, a pack of cards like Common Rider cards or Pokemon cards or Dragon Ball cards and then you put them on these machines and your character appears on the on the screen and those are really popular with children yeah, yeah. and I think I think that the big arcades they cater to those crowds you know young kids because the young kids are the ones that are going to use their disposable in- income on these things and then they save some room for all the gambling you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the metal machines and the um yeah, the horse race machines. Yeah, that's like ninety percent of our kids here. What you just yeah, yeah. Like I, I I agree. I think it, any big city or you know major shopping area, you're gonna find one of those. Big I think everywhere I've been, yeah, I've seen those. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Sega or a, a Taito yeah. or a um, around one. Around one, yeah. yeah. Namco also oh, has yeah, them Namco, too. Yeah, Namco. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, uh, and they have like the main. They'll have like the main games of the time, like the latest Street Fighter. They'll have Street Fighter Four. Um, there's no Street Fighter Five cabinet, so you know, Blaz Blue is a huge game out here. You know, uh, yeah. uh, all the Gundam Guilty games Gear, the Gundam games. Yeah. yeah, Square Enix has a game where you a whole guns, two guns and lock and you them together, lock these guns together. It might be called Gunslinger Stratos. Stratos. Okay, I think that's the name of that game. Yeah. 
Um, but that's a popular game. The rhythm games. What's really fascinating is like the mobile translation to arcade games. I see straight up mobile games oh, on yeah. a big screen. Yeah. They're even vertical screen. I mean, Japan's kind of known for their vertical screens, especially for like the shoot 'em ups. Yeah. But they'll do it because that's how the phone screen is, and it's just like a literal giant translation of the phone screen. Yeah, I saw the one that was like a. It's like a bubble pop, you know, game yeah, where yeah, you yeah. use Mickey Mouse and Winnie the Pooh, and it's a huge awesome. one. Yeah, it's awesome. huge. That's great. <laughs> I know. I know. Neither of us are huge Disney people. I like Disney. I like animation, but. Um, but yeah, there's those kind of arcades are kind of everywhere. Yeah. And you, Any think, major train stations is gonna have one here. Right. But they, they uh, actually kind of look like pachinko parlors. Well, sometimes they're attached. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, yeah. they're in the pachinko that was, parlor. That was surprising to me too. Like I just thought those are two different cultures, maybe you know. I don't think so. I mean, there's a lot of stuff online right now going on about Metal Gear. Because Metal Gear has, um, yeah, it has this pachingo machine that has awesome graphics. Like it has all this CGI that looks really cool, and mm. and everybody's angry because Konami doesn't make Metal Real, Gear games, Real games yeah, yeah, anymore, or not Metal Gear games that the fans want. Mm. But um, but yeah, yeah. So so those are the big me by saying you know, but but nearby yeah. here, there's there's the good kind. Okay, so, uh, and I don't, I think you're being a little harsh, because I think you have a few of these in your neighborhood, too, because in, uh, in Ometa, there's an underground shopping center, and that one has two or three, and it's all retro arcades, and it's yeah. old games, it's I've all shoot, one shoot em ups um, all the, a lot of the old Street Fighters, um, you can find Street Fighter 2 Turbo, you can find, um, you know, like the Alpha series, and, uh, there's a lot of um, a lot of old arcade machines, bu- bust a move or um, puzzle bubble. I can't remember what the bu- Japanese bubble name bubble, is. Maybe? No, it's not uh, bubble uh, bubble. It's the one where you pop the. It's the puzzle game, puzzle bubble. I think is what okay. it's called in Japan. Bust a move in the states. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that arcade is like that's old school retro. You know, like Capcom games, Konami games, Metal Slug. You know, kind of stuff. Yeah, no, that that one's pretty good. I guess the closest that I've been to is the place we went to in Akihabara called Hei recently. Yes. Yeah, I thought that would be more common. And instead, it sounds like Hei is, like, the only one that's kind of like that. In which, the heck, they don't have only those big major franchises, but you'll go there and find, like, these kind of weird, quirky games that you've never seen before. very Japanese, right? Yes. Or they have, like, weird um, hardware to play with, like the train game I played. I mean... And we played a ninja game where, like, it was reflecting the projection, so the game was probably actually playing backwards on a reflected screen. It was a weird, it was a weird beat-em-up game. I've never seen it before. Yeah. And you, but you attack dogs and stuff in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of, uh, it was kind of... No holds barred. Yeah, it was kind of a strange game. Uh, but yeah, I guess, and that probably is like the best arcade, it's the best reviewed arcade that I was able to find going online, you know? In, yeah. In Tokyo. And I'm surprised that that's the best. Again, I, I just thought that that would have been like... Not everywhere or anything, but I would have thought, like, yeah, in Kobe, we probably have, like, two of those. In Osaka, we probably have a handful. And in Tokyo, yeah, of course, there'll be, like, 10 or 15, like that. Yeah. Um, what, what I'm just trying to say is I think those kind of mom and pop, the local ones, are actually kind of endangered. And, like, 
they are super rare and they, they might die off in 10 years. I, to me, it's, it's a little bit scary, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I know. I, I totally know what you mean. I think the Segas and the Titles, yeah, will be around in 10 years. I think they'll look different. Whatever's going on there might be slightly different. But I think they'll still be a thing, you know? But, yeah, yeah I worry the, the hardcore ones might not be around much longer. Don't you have a place in uh, Kobe that has uh, it's by the, all those anime places? Yeah, that, so there are, there's a couple of arcades up there, but none of them are good. Um, they're mainly kind of UFO. Or they're all like those kind of mainstream games we talked about before. They yeah. look like they'd be good because yeah. they're not any of the big franchise names. And they're really, really small. They're like just a room, and that's it. So you'd think they'd be really cool, but at best you might get one retro game in there. Yeah. Um, and you know what? There might have been one good one my first year. I honestly can't remember. I, I kind of feel like there was a decent one up there before. Yeah. Um, but no, in Kobe, I've Not never. Really. It's kind of like the one thing I. I guess part of me still feels like it might be out there. Yeah. Because we've, we've kind of checked off a lot of the bucket list things, you know? But I guess ultimately, if you would have asked me like two or three years ago, hey, you and Matt are doing a podcast about Kanzai and game centers. I would think, yeah, you're going to, like, give a guide. Like, here's this arcade, this arcade is awesome. Go there, go there, you know? Yeah. And I, I guess I kind of feel a little bit disappointed that that's not the case. Unless you I guess you I'm have spoiled, yeah, yeah. I'm spoiled. Osaka has a lot. Um, actually, not far from where I live. I live near a big part of town. It's a small town. It's called uh, Tenoji. But they has they have big malls there, and there's a couple of really good arcades over there too. Yeah. So and they have a bunch of retro games, and then we have the big ones. We have a Sega, with all of the you know modern games, and mm. um, and so I, I mean I'm a little bit spoiled. Yeah. We have a big uh, pachinko parlor that also has a little game center attached to it, and that's the one that has like the more old school you know games but it doesn't have the, like you're right in Akihabara is where we could saw the arcade machines like the special cabinets like the ones with special controls or special uh, screens you know yeah. and uh, you don't get that that much that you definitely have to go to a specialty place mm. and um, so I think if you come to Osaka you'd be in good shape there's tons of arcades out here um, but um, and there's one for whatever you want. Even in the, the Shotengai in... Um, uh, no, no, the... Um, I, I don't know why I'm thinking... It's, no, no, no. The, uh, it's the place where Kushikatsu was invented. Ah, uh, wow. Shin... Shinsekai. The Shinsekai. Yeah. Uh, there's a Shotengai in the Shinsekai, which is a, a mouthful, <laughs> yeah. believe me. Um, and... There, that place has like like an old school one where like it's smoke smoke filled and and old, only a bunch of old guys are playing the mahjong nudie games. Yeah. But um, but there's a lot of old school games in yeah, there I know too. That. I know you know that. the look on the outside of that place is cool. Yeah. I will say yeah I guess I am still slightly hopeful um, that they're still out there. I remember you sent me a uh, video of Swery who was like an ex uh, Capcom game producer. He yeah. gave a little like tour of his city, Osaka, and he went to a cool arcade, and we've never found that one. Mm. You remember that? I think that's the whole reason you sent me the video. Yeah, like, actually, hey, I, I totally forgot gotta, about it, but yeah, now I now need to go back, back to, to that. Yeah, 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 I need yeah, to go yeah. back to that. I don't remember what neighborhood it's in, but maybe we'll, we'll link it in the show notes or something. Uh, we'll that video there. There's another place we went to that, around here, and I remember you and I went there once, and I can't, haven't been able to find it again, but it's uh, 
it's where all the Street Fighter players go. Yeah, and yeah it, that's the Umeda place I was saying earlier. Full, yeah, it's a Shoten really guy cheap, really near Umeda. And um, it's got tons of Street Fighter games, like every version of Street Fighter, every version of like um, Tekken, you know. It's like where, and these guys in there are good mm. at the games. Um, so I think there are places around town that, you know, are just, they're hard to find, but um, but they have, like, the specializing games that you might like, you know, like if you're into shooters or if you're into, like, uh, um, shoot-em-ups I'd or beat-em-ups. I'd say it's, sh- yeah. like, shooter. Yeah, if you, shoot-em-ups are still a thing. Retro shoot-em-ups, for sure. Yeah. We played we played a couple of good ones. Ultraman one was Oh, really the fun. Ultraman one was great. Yeah. I really want to find out if that's on any consoles or anything. Mm. What's the name? Do you know the name of the one with the naked guy? Muscle naked guy they're always oh, trying to find. Oh, the Choanky game. yeah. Yeah, the series. That that's mostly, I think that's a PlayStation yeah, thing. It's yeah, like yeah. you get a, a PlayStation 1. But, um, but, yeah, I think if you want to find a good arcade in, in Japan, it's not, if you're going to the major cities, it's not that hard to find. Yeah. I, the only place I, I would wonder about, because I've never seen a, a really good arcade other than, like, a big arcade, is um, Kyoto. Kyoto doesn't seem to have a big game. Yeah, culture, we, we right? mentioned on a previous podcast that like we don't. Every big city we've come to has a game area. Even Kobe has a pretty good one. And uh, yeah, we don't know. We go to Kyoto somewhat often, and we yeah, really explore a lot when we're there. And both of us can't think of the area at all. I mean, that, there's probably some game shops and stuff, but they're not concentrated like they are in other cities. Yeah, yeah I've only ever noticed one arcade there. There's one in the middle of the city, yeah. and it's... It has a big airplane on the outside of it. You think of that one? It's like an old school. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one's all right. It's like pretty standard. It's not one of the big franchises. No, and it's not that good. Be- yeah, I mean, it has a couple of floors, but it also has pachinko and, yeah, yeah, and other yeah. things, the metal games as well. So if you're looking for video games, you know, it's it might be a little harder if you go to Kyoto. Mm. But Osaka's great, yeah. I'm, I, I do feel spoiled because... Um, there's times where I'm waiting for my wife to get out of, off of work, and I'm like, what am I going to do? I just go over to one of the arcades. I play Street Fighter Three for a little while, and, you know, it's awesome. Um, do you want to um, say, like, best arcade or best game, maybe, in the arcade or something like that? Uh, our favorite game in the arcades? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you go first. All right. Well, in terms of best arcade, we already mentioned Hey, that, that was really good. But the one I'd been to before, that, that's great. It's small, so it's quality or quantity. Is uh, This is a very generic answer. But the Super Potato one in yeah. Akihabara, uh, the top floor of it has a really small arcade. And again, it's it kind of is more like those arcades back home, the barcade. There's no alcohol or anything, but um, there's just only like 10 games there, and they are the ones that I really remember playing, the kind of weird, quirky ones. Like I didn't have Ninja Turtles, but stuff like that. Dynamite Decca was like the big one we played there, right? Yeah. Um, just the, the best. Like they really curated well, um, and there's like little candy and stuff up there too. And there's a uh, solid snake figurine, and they used yeah. to have a chair up there full of cartridges that you could sit on. Old NES or Family Comics. The cartridge thrown, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that place is, is great, but that's kind of generic. Uh, but yeah, besides that, I, guess, I don't think it's a generic answer because I don't think a lot of people know, know that, that, that arcade. the arcade is up there. So and I there's mean, a lot of super potatoes too, and that's the only one that I've ever seen with an arcade. So yeah, the super potatoes in Osaka don't seem to have them. Mm. Um, wow, yeah, that's a good one. That's going to be hard to top because I, I, I mean, some of my best memories is playing Dynamite Decca yeah. at that arcade with you. Yeah. Um, 
trying to think. I guess um, one I re- one I really like is one in Tenoji, kind of by my house. I mean, it's got a lot of good stuff. Um, it's in the it's in a building. Uh, it's a building is it? But uh, it's a, the building where the, the movie theater is, and um, I think it might be a Sega arcade. I'm not positive, but uh, not only does it have like all the modern stuff, and is it it's always booming. There's like a lot of people in there, so it's got a good vibe. You know, a lot of young people playing games and stuff. Um, yeah, it's a great arcade because I mean, it's Street Fighter Three. <laughs> I'm a big fan of like the Street Fighter games, so uh, uh, and that's probably one of my favorite Street Fighters. Um, yeah, I like that place, and uh, that's kind of a generic answer, but I, I like that one a lot. The, the one that had all the Street Fighter games, the tournament, that was a really yeah, good arcade. Really if we if we get a chance, yeah, we we're gonna try, try to, to re- record it. some sounds. If you haven't heard them already, uh, get little sounds in there because definitely the, the sounds of arcades are one of the biggest draws or deterrents, depending on who you are. Yeah, I'm gonna throw another answer in for a best arcade game. <laughs> Sure. Well, at least, I guess it was my most anticipated, but it was kind of disappointing. But whenever I see it, I'm oh. kind of a sucker for abuse. What is it? Is it the tail, the uh, table flipping the game? The table flipping yeah. game, yeah. That was. I, I guess there hadn't been a game that was like, again, I always like use Sega, Dreamcast. It's kind of my big, like, quirky Japanese games that I love. There hasn't been one of those games in a long time, you know? And uh, this one came out about five years ago, right before I was coming out here. I was like, that's the, that's the game I have to find. I'm so glad like, I, I read about that. And it took me about two years to find it, actually. I must be going to the wrong arcades or something. And when I finally did, it's like you pay your money and you're done in, like, ten seconds. Oh, you literally ridiculous. flip a table. There's, like, a plastic table. And the scenarios they put you in are awesome. You're like, the one I was doing was I was an angry teacher. And the kids are, like, messing up in the classroom, you know? And you get so mad and irate. And you just got to pound your hands on the top of the table first. And then you put your hands underneath it and flip it over. And it extends up and, you know, stops before it hit the screen. But it virtually goes into the screen and hits all the kids in the classroom and you get points for every all the damage that you do yeah it sounds great and it, it is great but it's very short it's worth short playing yeah. it's worth playing once I, I highly recommend it um for one play yeah. because after that you kind of get the idea yeah, and it kind of loses some there's of those there's not luster. a lot of strategy or there's not a lot of reason to do well i guess well um one of the great things about that game is it, yeah it does suit it depends on your taste. There's one about um, there's one on this woman's wedding night, and she was getting having like a bad wedding night, and I don't know exactly what was going on, but you flipped the wedding cake. Oh, that's the one that's I cool did, on and that. the wedding cake made a mess everywhere. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. There's another one where a dad gets home from like a long day at work. He's like a salary man, and like the kids are like messing up at the dinner table. Yeah. He flips that. He flips it. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely something to check out. There, there are unique games like that, and there, I think they're becoming fewer and far yeah, between. Yeah, you know, I there's agree. not as many. There, there are the rhythm games where they're motion detected. Oh, those are pretty interesting I love, too. I love that game. There's a yeah, there's a new dance game, newer dance game, and it has cameras all around it, and there's literally no buttons, and there's characters on screen dancing, and there's like an outline of where they are, and you can see yourself uh, juxtaposed like all over them. And you have to follow that outline. And the moves they have you doing are just so weird. The gestures and stuff. And it's, it's a great game to watch people play. And yeah. the, the good players of that game have fans. They're typically females. And the fans are typically pretty nerdy guys. And uh, it's pretty fun to just watch people play in that game. I've, had, I've been like laughing so hard that I can't talk watching people play that game. And playing it myself. 
Have you ever played it? Uh, I've never played it. I'm not good at. I'm not a lot of good at there's a no lot game. of the rhythm there's games. No game. yeah. That game like has you're just showing off. Like it teaches you how to dance essentially, I guess. Oh, that's but good. The, I could use some the points pointers. All right, well, maybe we'll have to play it. We record it and put it up on our Instagram. Let's look at the fun. We're back. We have and, a new segment. Yeah, and this is uh, it's a segment that I think other people who follow, you know, or that do post about Japanese culture might do some from time to time. It's like trying special foods or trying limited foods. And Japan is really famous for having uh, limited or gourmet uh, snacks. And uh, some of the snacks are, I don't know, lost in translation or unique. You just would never expect, coming from a Western background, like, why would you do this? Who, who would buy it? Yeah. An example would be, like, the salmon gummies. You guys bought salmon gummies before? Right. It was salmon-flavored. Um, it, it was kind of like now and laters, you yeah. know, back in and the USA it's or like, all right, taffy. Yeah, okay, a lot of Americans or Westerners don't like seafood. But we wouldn't have like a chicken gummy or a beef gummy, you know, yeah. like meat and gummies. Just it actually why? wasn't that bad. Uh, yeah, it could have been a lot yeah. worse. But um, but yeah, I, we figured we'd just start trying a few of these things since we're we hanging out together. And we always find this we stuff. Yeah. So I always have felt this is kind of an obvious choice. Um, and Matt has one that <laughs> I don't know what to think of it. <laughs> well, it's um, it's Country Ma'am Cookies. It's a popular cookie brand in Japan. Um, they make chocolate chip cookies. They make uh, white good. chocolate cookies. They're some of my favorites. I compare them a little bit to um, Chips Ahoy, like the soft Chips Ahoy cookies yeah, that you get back similar. in the States. Yeah. And um, I would say they're, they're both good, which my opinion of Chips Ahoy and Country Man is they're slightly chemical. There's a slight well, chemical taste because they're soft, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and these, these are slightly, I don't know, mass produced as well, you know? Yeah. But um, they come in little packets, or you can get a big packet, and they're always individually wrapped cookies. And um, this one's unique because it says it's a curry, cream, cream, mush. That's like a cream mushroom, cream mushroom soup. Yeah, cookie. Cream of mushroom soup. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here you so are. if you've ever had a cream of mushroom soup cookie, maybe you want to skip this segment. But I'm almost guaranteeing that none of you have, unless you live in Japan and tried these. Yeah, so this is a new one. Uh, I actually tried, they've been doing these gourmet cookies and savory cookies uh, a lot lately. And recently I just tried uh, truffle and cheese Okay. from Country Mama. My wife hates truffle uh, anything. It says it has 2% carrot in it. I see the carrot. Oh, yeah. So I opened it up and it looks just like a white cookie, but it has little bits of carrot in it. And uh, yeah, small. I wonder if it's gonna have mushroom. It has also on the cover. It shows Oyster, potato, potato, broccoli, broccoli <laughs> mushroom, and carrots. Yeah, the cover is just literally like a bowl of soup with a spoon ladling it out. And then on a separate photo up top, there's a cookie. But yeah, how those are gonna go together, I don't know. Well, it looks fine, but we'll see how it tastes. All right. It smells like a cookie, eh? It smells... It does smell like a chowder, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My first impression is cookie, no, no chowder. Yeah, but the, your second impression is going to be that that chowdery flavor, I think. 
I think with most savory cookies that they they come up with. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. That aftertaste is you taste the mushroom, thought, you taste the. I thought I got away without getting the shower when I was hitting. It's a little bit like Willy Wonka because. Um, you know, remember she eats the uh, everlasting yeah, gobstopper and then the she tastes, meal, right? yeah, and at first the flavor is sweet and then it, or at first it's savory and then it becomes sweet when she gets to dessert. Great analogy. It's like the opposite. Violet. This, <laughs> this one is <laughs> like your dessert first and then you get the flavor yeah, of the... Yeah, that's true, that's true. Yeah, it's very unique. It's not good. No, I would say to pass on this one. Um, Much better than I expected that. I thought this is going to be chowder at least you get the half cookie first yeah i think that's how we felt about the salmon as well the salmon uh, salmon candies mm. i think um i think i don't know if you've ever tried the uh, jelly bellies the harry potter yeah, yeah, potter yeah. jelly bellies yeah. that are like vomit and booger and stuff and you eat it and you're like yeah i could see where that flavor comes from but it doesn't taste as bad as i thought it would taste yeah. so if you've ever tried those it feels it's kind of similar to that you taste the this yeah. cream cream soup. I would soup. never in a million years, if I blind tasted this, guessed it, it was like a cream, a chowder or a soup. Mm-hmm. But because I read it, I can definitely taste it. Yeah, you feel the same way. Or? Yeah, I feel exactly the same way. The truffle and cheese one actually was, I think it was much better. Let's say you can warm them up in the microwave for twenty seconds. Yeah, that's that's interesting. On well, the range long, range oven, it's maybe a long time. Well, if you want to try uh, cream of mushroom cookies, you got to come to Japan and you got to try Country Man Gourmet. It's the reason to come. If, I've been underselling uh, game centers on this episode, but come for the cookies. Yeah, it does say man. cream mush- mushroom. Mm. Yeah, so um, yeah, we'll do this again in the future. And uh, if you like this segment, let us know. And after this, we'll be back with more game centers. centers have a very special atmosphere um we talked before a bit about you know there's a lot of teenagers that go there and salary man but i kind of want to just give like a general walkthrough because all the standard the 90 percent we were mentioning kind of have the same layout and the same feel um and on the very first floor briefly mentioned it before but they have all these ufo machines which are where you catch like the animals and the claw, claw. Yeah, claw machines that we we call them back in the states. Um, and those are pretty diverse. You'll see like giant Kit Kats in there that you can catch, and whatever like the latest hot new anime is at the time, right? Yeah, a lot of One Piece stuff. Um, sometimes Dragon Quest, like the big slime, or something from Final Fantasy, or whatever's hot right now in Japan. They'll, yeah. they'll have those there, and you generally see kind of like a lot of people winning too. And they get, like, big bags. Like, there's a lot of workers at the arcades here. That That's an interesting thing. Is, yeah, I always see it. A lot of people working there. Really, like, nice outfit, you know. It's typical of Japan, but their uniform looks really nice and clean. And you get, like, this big Sega bag, you know, if you win your prize. And you see people carrying those around town sometimes. And it's pretty good advertising, I guess, for the arcade. Um, also on that floor, you see the Purikura or Print Club, usually. Yeah. 
That's that's still really really popular. I'm surprised with all like the apps on phones and stuff. I yeah, would imagine I, it would like Snapchat. Really Snapchat yeah. must it put looks a exactly dent, dent into it. And then I've never heard Snapchat like give homage to uh, Pretty Kuda, but it definitely ripped off Kim Club. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, we've taken those photos before. Yeah, I like it more than I should. I think yeah. we have about like 20 of them on our fridge at home. Um, yeah, they're they're pretty wild. They make your eyes giant, and if you already have big eyes, it's, it's pretty funny. Oh, there's also sometimes gotcha machines on the first floor. Um, so, and we have something very special uh, about gotchas coming. Uh, yeah, you probably actually it's probably, yeah, yeah, it's probably on our blog right now. Um, we took a video of gotcha machines, but um, yeah, definitely check that out. Yeah. And uh, if you like gotchas, arcades are a good place to sure. get some. Yeah. Um, so then usually they'll have like escalators in them, and you can take the escalator up, take up some stairs, go up to the next floor. And that next floor, Matt kind of talked about before, is like the medals, horse racing. Uh, from sometimes AR will be there. Uh, for me, it's, I would rather even have the first floor. Like I said, I like the pretty good uh, claw games. At least interesting to watch people play. You know. Uh, but for me, that second floor isn't great. That's where you see a lot of the salary men or a lot of older. You see like older ladies there too. But I would say like the oldest people are definitely usually on that floor. Yeah, I, I've, sometimes I've seen kids playing those games, which I, it's always kind of surprising. But mm-hmm. um, that's where the horse race games are, where you bet on horse races, and they sometimes they have elaborate games where it's like a um, fake horses that go around. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But those are, I think are becoming more rare. And, there's sometimes there's ones with screens showing horses running. Yeah. Um, a lot of times there's a bathroom on the second yeah, floor. Yeah, they, yeah. they never put it on the first floor because it's too easy to go to. Um, and arcades are one of my secret bathroom spots. Oh, yeah, It can yeah. be hard to find uh, bathrooms sometimes in Japan. Uh, convenience stores aren't always guaranteed to have them. But arcades are guaranteed to have bathrooms. No one cares if you just come in and use it. It's, that's a, a little mini, I guess, Japan uh, two-point hack. But use uh, free bathrooms in the arcades. But, yeah. There's vending machines usually on yeah, yeah. too? Uh, yeah, the vending machines. Uh, well, one vending machine I do want to mention before we go up to the next floor is right. um, a lot of times they have an ice cream vending machine, ah, which yeah, is, yeah. you don't see those everywhere. Ah, They're kind of rare. Yeah. And um, the ice cream is really good. I don't know if you've had it before, but they yeah. have, like, the mint chip ice cream is great. And then they we have, have one a, at my a school. Custard. Actually, it's, like, the same one that they usually have in those arcade machines. Yeah, yeah everyone loves them. They're really popular at the school. But I, I just... I'm Hater. Really, I'm, picking my, I'm picking my ice cream, and the yeah. convenience stores have awesome ice cream, so I just go That's to the yeah. like convenience store. Uh, but yeah, yeah, vending machines in the arcade, it's pretty cool. Then you go up to the third and fourth floor, and those two, to me, there's, is there any like noticeable difference? Um, the third and fourth floor usually oh, are... good floors. I, I mean, I think they could be good. Um, sometimes it's... Uh, usually you're going to get the music games, like the rhythm uh, games yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I like that um, stuff, though. That's all in one spot, and then... Um, They'll have the taiko drum game, you know. Yeah. I like that game. Yeah. I, I do play that from time to time. And then um, and then maybe they start, yeah, you, maybe you'll get, start getting the AR games. Or sometimes where they'll have some retro arcade games on that floor too, but they're kind of off to the side and they're usually a smaller section. Um, that's on occasion. Yeah. yeah, you know that the retro games usually because they're in like white cabinets, really generic cabinets. They've been a lot of times stripped out of their original cabinet. Yeah, um, and they're little small, you know, squatty stools. And, yeah, uh, people that people that collect arcade machines would know it's Mame. I think they're called Mame machines or something. You could just swap out the the cartridge inside, uh, and then you could change 
change the games. Gotcha. I think it's called Mame, but I'm not not positive. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. Um, then there's um, then you go. That kind of shoes are. They're at least four times too big. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. A little tangent. Yeah. David likes to tell me about um, that people wear big shoes, large size shoes. Yeah, I'm saving it for a future yeah, episode because yeah. I want to do a little anecdotal research and ask around a little bit more about it. So there's a, a teaser to a future segment. Yeah, yeah. Big, big shoes in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, if you go up to the next floor, um, that's usually where the good stuff for me starts, and it's usually fighting games. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of times the Gundam, these big Gundam and Dragon Ball yeah, games, yeah. these machines that um, they usually have some kind of um, card, like a AR card that records your information. Yeah, it's and, a memory card, right? Yeah, it's a memory card that you put on the machine, and it will save you like your rank and your if you buy special costumes and stuff like that. Um, those machines are always really popular. I find that um, I'm a little surprised by it because. Mobile gaming is so popular that, you know, that people still spend money and spend time in the arcade, enough time and money in the arcades for them to dedicate so much area to those types of games. There's one more game I want to talk about. You mentioned Round 1 before. Yeah. Uh, Round 1, for me, is, like, my favorite of the mass chains. It usually has a bowling alley in it as well. It's probably the most, like, pop, I would say. You might find family or I don't know how to put it, but... It's more of a Dave and Buster's. You yeah, in California. Yeah, we have yeah. round ones in California. No way. Yeah, yeah. Round, no way. Really? Round ones in California. That's yeah. Insane. Um, cool. We were in Whittier last um, last visit back home, and uh, they had a round one, um, a big round one. Same logo and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very similar. They have the bowling alley, and they but I think they do other things as well. So I, there's special round ones here that are called like sports something. And they'll do like the sumo suit rent out, or you go in like a big ball, you can like bash into another person with them. It's wild stuff, you know, you see on like TV variety shows. Uh, I used to always try to like take my students there, but I could never figure out how to organize it. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I have a kid now, so um, actually, arcades for me are one of the best places to take my kid. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about what I have to look out for because I can't take into all of them in a little bit. But uh, I was gonna talk about like the kid games are, are really cool here. Um, one of our favorite ones oh, is yeah. this one with like sand. Mm. You know, you know. Yeah, I know this, this one. It's weird, really cool, like metallic sand or something. It like sticks together, and uh, I don't really know what the game element of it is, but you literally shining a light down from above, and as you make a recess into the land, it'll the light that's shining down will turn it blue like water, and if you build it up, it'll turn it like yellowish white like a mountain. And then any kind of flat ground is, is green, like grass, and you just make, like, a terrain, and that, that's, from all I can tell, all you can do. You don't have to pay to get started with this game. No, like, they, they give I've you, like, a little this, preview yeah. or something, right? We are, yeah. I've never paid, so I don't, I don't know what happens if you actually do pay. It might be way cooler. We should try it, yeah. Yeah, but, I, you know, the free little thing is, is great on its own. Um, they'll have a lot of, like, touchscreen stuff for kids, too. Uh, a lot of the games are like these big buttons. You just like slam them really fast, yeah. as hard as you can. We had experience with that in Korea, actually. Um, but yeah, yeah, if you have kids in Japan, that's a great place to take them. Uh, you don't have to really pay for much, and 
just all the sights and sounds are, are pretty cool for them. The arcades and Eon malls are good for kids okay. because they have lots of um, rides that they could get on and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they o- oftentimes have this big projector screen where things will happen and the kids could just go and touch it. And yeah, it's yeah, free. Yeah, it's yeah, totally yeah, free. Yeah, yeah. And parents are just sitting down and their kids are running after balloons and trying to pop balloons on the walls. Mm-hmm. And um, those kind of things are great. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine... I don't have children, but if I did, like, I'd be taking them to those places when, yeah. you know, my wife was shopping. Or, yeah, no, no, I do it all the time. Yeah. Um, but I want to get to some of the, I guess, downsides of the arcade vibe or atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest one would be smoke. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, in Japan, everywhere, that's a word of warning. If you don't like cigarette smoke, you're going to have to deal with it. Um, it's maybe like the U.S. was in the 80s or something. Or, but uh, arcades in particular are pretty famous for it. Yeah, I'm, I would say, like, in, in general, it's getting less and less. Yeah. Like, they're, they're outlawing, you know, a lot of a lot of smoking in, like, restaurants. And, or they're, you know, sectioning it off. You have to have a different section for smoking and non-smoking yeah. and stuff. But uh, arcades are one of those places where you're going to get smoke in your yeah. face. It's kind of like a bar. Like, you're, you're asking for it. It's a place where people go to smoke. Yeah, uh, they it's don't expected. Do it, they don't do it on the first floor. It might not even be allowed on the first floor where those UFO machines are. But as you get uh, up to the top, yeah. The classic thing is, like, you see the salary man with a cigarette, and it's, like, so far, I don't know, I'm not a smoker, I don't know the terms, but, like, the, the ash or whatever, so close to falling down. Because <laughs> yeah. they're playing a game, right? <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. middle of something, so they can't maintain <laughs> the cigarette properly. They can't go to an ashtray. Yeah, and to me, it's just it's a really cool, funny scene. Especially if you see him like playing a music game. I don't. I love like this silly-looking fake plastic guitar, you know, and this serious-looking dude in the suit, the cigarette, hanging out in their mouth, and there's something about it to me that is like quintessential Japanese. Yeah. And you still, you still kind of see that. that. That's cool to me. Yeah. If it doesn't affect you, it's kind of cool. Like I feel like it's, it does take you back to like. Yeah, that 90s or something, you know, when mm-hmm. you see that. Because I mean, yeah. it's probably a guy that's been playing the same machine for the, since the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Some arcades are louder than others. And that, that would be, like, another drawback for me. Again, like, you just... I, I, again, I picture myself spending a couple hours on a Friday or Saturday night in an arcade here. And I would say I stay most an hour, you know? 30 minutes to an hour is pretty typical. Because uh, the sound for me is, like, really in your face. It's bombarding. And yeah. If you want to play a music game, um, it's really hard to hear the music of your own games which is kind of annoying and somehow Japanese people still kill it um, but for me I, I need to hear the beat of the music to play those games you know Yeah. Um, but you can't even hear the music of your own game usually because it's being overshadowed by other music yeah that's a good point I hadn't really thought of that yeah, yeah, yeah. they're all turned up to like max volume <laughs> yeah because I usually play the taiko drum games but they usually have like the speakers like or those are kind of directing they're you they're kind of yeah, they're sticking they're out like on the, on the ends usually because they are like a pretty big attraction yeah um but yeah all the other ones are more integrated in the actual arcade and they're they're rough mm. i'm having one of those moments right now by the way of like oh man i'm in japan yeah 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 <laughs> uh i'm the area we're in we didn't really mention it it's, it's, it's near umeda but it's not exactly umeda and uh it's called like nakazaki cho or something like that yeah i'll put a link to it but it's kind of known as like a bohemian funky kind of vintagey area uh, it's it's all right. It's pretty good. Some people sell it as like really awesome. It's not amazing. It's a man I always call. Right. They have cafes uh, and they have a couple of bars and a couple of restaurants, but nothing really stands out as a place that I really. It's, it's a little too small. Yeah. 
Like, if it was two or three times as big as it was, you might get something more, maybe. But I uh, think just the vibe it, is cool. If they had a restaurant that served something that I really like, yeah. then I would come back. You know, or a record like shop, a, a bar, shop, yeah, shop, a record shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have all those things, but they're just, they're good. They're not great. Maybe they're too expensive or too small. Vintage clothing. Yeah, that's not bad. To be the yeah, strongest thing here. But, um,. But, but that has nothing walk. to do with game. What game. I was saying is that we have these moments living here, though. In general, it's like you start to for, you forget where you are. You know, you get comfortable in your life. We have friends who are foreigners or spouses that are foreigners. And yeah. You don't always feel life like catches up to you, and you forget. Yeah, yeah. I think if I was married to a Japanese person or lived with a Japanese friend, or for me, if I worked at a Japanese school, I would feel it a lot more often. But I'm surrounded by uh, other foreigners a lot. You know, speaking English and eating western food sometimes and yes sometimes moments like these you know why i mentioned the neighborhood was like people are kind of fashionable here you know yeah yeah seeing some of the kind of crazy japanese fashions well the guy with the really big shoes was really interesting because he he was dressed baby pink baby pink i think that's why he bought those shoes was like it's kind of hard to find baby pink shoes for guys this is all i'm gonna get so i'm gonna have to buy four sizes too big and just deal with it yeah, I've seen a couple of people dressed in the, almost the same exact garb. I've seen it. There's a girl in uh, America, Mura, that she wear, she rides a pink bike, and she wears, like, a pink jumpsuit, like, and has pink hair, and uh, it's really pink. Yeah, pink. <laughs> people usually have a theme. Not usually. Some of, like, the more fashionable people here have a theme to their look, you know? Yeah. Um, That's a pretty big, this is a pretty big tangent for <laughs> our, our podcast we usually don't do this yeah. our old podcast our Korean podcast was all about that all stuff about but yeah I think it's good to do sometimes yeah sure just not all the time yeah no it takes me oh. back mm. yeah it's reminiscing Natsukashi yeah the word Natsukashi. of the show um, anything else you want to say about arcades uh, I think they're I, they, I think they're highly recommended um, I think Akihabara is a great place to go so if you're in Tokyo make sure you research make sure you hit up the you know, the couple that we were talking about, Hayes, great. Super Potatoes, great. Um, check out Taito Arcade. Um, what if you, like, don't like video games? I think a lot of people in our audience wouldn't be interested in video games. Should you still hit arcade when you're in Japan? I think it's something you have to see, yeah. I think that um, at least walk in and on that first floor, check out the UFO catchers, try it once. They have something for everyone, right? Yeah, so if yeah. you're not a gamer, you do the print club photos. And for all ages. UFO. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you got to go. It's, again, quintessential Japanese thing. Yeah, we talked about maybe they're not in their heyday, or they might be on a, kind of a down slope right now, you know, but there'll be a time where they're... they're coming back again I think and they're not that expensive I mean if you think about it yeah in the 80s people used to pay 100 100 yen to play a game and almost all the games are 100 to 200 yen I mean I rarely pay more than 200 I think I even for a specialty game I spend 10 dollars on an arcade to get an hour you know yeah hanging out there that's that's pretty good these days oh what more could you ask for 10 bucks for an hour you know that's a pretty good deal sweet gig yeah yeah sweet deal Game centers or arcades are, are pretty great, even though I was critical of them. It's only because, you know, if I would have said top three things to do in Japan for me before, going to arcades or game centers would, would have been one of those. So I ranked it really high. Um, yeah. Yeah. I recommend it. Game centers. Well, that's that's it for the episode, what's going I guess. On? <laughs> what's going on with Japan 2.0 these days? Uh, we have a lot going on, so um, check us out at uh, our blog. We're at Japan 2.0 at WordPress.com. Mm. 
And uh, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're in the works to try to get all that stuff like connected. So we have our first video. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be. We've always had a YouTube, but we've never put anything on it really. Yeah. And now we have actually our, our friend Tom, who was on the beer episode before. Craft uh, beer. He's a very talented filmmaker, and he made a edited and filmed an awesome video of Matt and I, as you mentioned before, checking out some gotchas in Thinman Town. Yeah, yeah. Check that out on our um, on our blog. Uh, it's really good. We also, I don't know, should we talk about the YouTube or? Yeah, it's just. Uh, I think it's youtube.com backslash Japan 2.0 but uh, probably the easiest place to find it would be to go on our Facebook page or on our blog mm-hmm. and there'll be links on there yeah and you can find us yeah like I said Instagram uh, Twitter Facebook Japan 2.0 point spelled out and uh, yeah and that's a wrap that's it um, song of the show song of the You're show I'm gonna, you know piece. what I'm gonna go for a video game related song um, it's not an arcade game but it's very arcadey it's uh, one of our favorites we've mentioned it a few times it's uh, Jet Set Radio oh this is the one yeah uh, I'm gonna do a Jet Set Radio song and I think the one I'm gonna choose is Mother is Sleeping is that how you, is that the title of the oh, song oh talking about Let Mom Sleep Let Mom yes, Sleep yes, that's yes, the name yes. of the song that's Stop the one I was the close radio, y'all trying to get to sleep yeah that's right <laughs> so, so uh, Let Mom Sleep is the name of the song uh, Hideki do you know his last name uh, Nakanumura yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I might have got that a little bit wrong but um, he's great if you follow him on Twitter he's the same English post yeah he gets it, the same question like every day like, and he gets frustrated with it uh, it's pretty funny to watch him do yeah, that. Yeah, he's kind of like a meme king, though. He's really good with that stuff. Yeah, um, uh, this is, like, one of our big inspirations. Uh, not just the song. He was the main composer in the whole soundtrack, but it featured other artists as well. I, I yeah. want to... Do a whole episode. I want to do a whole yeah. episode on Just Set. I think we could do it. I oh, think uh, yeah. I think there are a few video games that deserve a full episode. So if you like video games, you know, let us know on the blog or on Twitter, wherever, yeah. and uh, we'll try to add some more if... Um, if that's something you like. Yeah, keep giving us feedback. We're getting more and more. We're growing uh, steadily. Yeah. Uh, we've I had people ask me for Osaka, like, city guides, you know, where to stay, what to do and stuff. Um, I'm so happy to take the time to answer those questions. So yeah, keep been, writing us. Don't be shy. Corresponding on Twitter with somebody who liked one of our Shibuya K episodes and um, it was trying to hit me to a new uh, a DJ to check yeah, out. And not, like, soul. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not sure. Uh, I searched them, but I couldn't find any info on them. They yeah, said that they, like, removed their SoundCloud, so I think, yeah, it's pretty rare. Yeah, maybe, uh, but, I mean, it's just cool to talk with people about music and, and video games and uh, pop culture, so if you have any questions for us or if you want, to, want us to cover something, you know, let us know. I mean, we're happy to talk to anybody who uh, comes through and... Uh, Chilling with Japan 2.0. Yeah, last thing is Matt just put out a hip hop mixtape of ours today. So if you'd like hip hop or Japanese music in general, um, even if you haven't really heard much about it, but if you're just open to it, go check that out. I haven't heard it myself since we recorded it. I'm really excited to go home tonight and listen to it. So, anything else you want to say about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's all of our music is under Doki Doki Radio, so it's kind of easy to find on our uh, on our blog spot. Um, our WordPress, WordPress yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, uh, yeah, just check out the old episodes if you like Japanese music. It's a, a really great, uh, a great way to learn about new 
Yeah, Matt's really great and puts all the track names that we use. So if you hear a track you like, and we try to say them before we play them and after. Yeah. Uh, so check that out. There's some real diamonds in the rough on there. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, and um, yeah, subscribe on iTunes, and uh, yeah, enjoy the sweet sounds. Let mom sleep. <laughs> See ya. Let's look at the funk. Ooh.